0: Enema. Welcome back to War of Cinema. I'm your host, Greg, your local metalhead, and with me is...
1: Par the Collector. What's up, everybody?
0: And you chose Heat to give me.
1: Yeah, because I'm coming into 2022, guns fucking blazing, baby. I see that. I love this fucking movie, bro. And, um, watching it again, like, I, I, I'm going to be honest, I forgot how fucking long it was. <laughs> like... There's some, like, you know, and and this time around, like, I just, I don't know why, but, like, I didn't give a shit about the love interest in the movie. Yeah. Other than Ashley Judd. She had a cool little scene at the end where she lets Val Kilmer get away. I like that. (laughs) You just jump jump right into the movie.
0: So, this is a Michael Mann movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With uh, Al Pacino, Robert De Niro, Val
1: Kilmer. The list of iconic actors and actresses in this movie, folks. Yeah. It's... Um, it's a big cast. Danny Trejo, yep. um, Tom Sizemore. Uh, <sighs> you keep going, keep going. Came out in nineteen ninety five. The great Val Kilmer. Yes. Fuck yeah, man! You know my good friend Jamie told me the other day that he forgets that Val Kilmer's in that movie, and I said, "How the fuck do you forget that, bro?" Because he has such a small like. I feel like it's a small part. I don't think so, man. I feel you don't like think so. Dude, think about it. He only has like eight fucking lines in the movie. And he's like the coolest one out of the henchmen. Yeah, other than De Niro, obviously, who's right. the leader. Um But budget sixty million. Oh, which back then would be like over a hundred. Yeah. Easily. World,
0: worldwide gross one hundred and eighty seven million. So it made its all its money back and then some. So
1: it was a big success. I remember uh, my dad loving this movie. Like that's the first time I watched this movie. I think I was probably ten, nine. And my dad was like, yeah, man, it's fucking heat. I love heat.
0: I didn't see this movie until I was probably about 25. Really? Yeah. Mm. So, um, hanging out with Mick, and you know Mick, he likes his crime dramas. He's a huge Michael man that Michael Mann fan. That, and he's a huge Michael Mann fan. That's like his bread and butter is cop films or uh, crime dramas. And he kept talking about heat. And I was like, he loves this movie so much, I feel like I have to check it out. So finally, I got it, and I watched it, and I was like, how is this movie? How have I gone so long without watching this movie? Because I feel like it's the creme de la creme of crime. It makes dramas. you want
1: to rob a fucking bank, son. <laughs> it makes you want to plan a heist. Depending like, on who you are. Or it
0: makes you want to like catch it Get robbers. into law enforcement? Yeah. Like,
1: nah, I don't get that vibe when I watch this movie. <laughs> I'm not rooting for Pacino at all. Yeah. I'm rooting for De Niro the entire time. We can get way. into that. So, opening scene.
0: Is one of the best parts of this movie. Yeah, it's good. They uh, they have a heist. Mm-hmm. And uh, you want to talk about it?
1: Yes, I do. They rob an armored truck. And uh, you see the dude that looks like the character from Kane and Lynch, the video game. Right. He's got like a mullet. He's also been in tons of shit since then. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forget his name. But he picks him up at like a taco stand. And it's Tom Sizemore driving. And he's like trying to talk to him. Like, heard you guys work together a lot. Yeah, we're a tight crew. Yeah. Heard you You know, if this works out, man, I might, might want to ride along on another one. He's like, why don't you stop talking, Slick? <laughs> Tom Sizemore, you know, I know his life kind of went off the fucking rails a lot, mm-hmm. but, like, uh, he was a really hot, like, actor in the 90s, man. Yeah. I love him in True Romance. He's in a lot of my favorite movies. Like, he's in True Romance. He's in this. Like, he's not a bad actor. <clears throat> Sorry, I should say he wasn't a bad actor. Um but so they take this big uh, wrecker, like it's, you know, like to tow other semis, and right. they flip this damn armored truck mm-hmm. on its side. And uh, while all this is going on, as they're, you know, in the truck having their actions, it cuts back to De Niro, who's uh, dressed up in a paramedic outfit.
0: Yeah, because he steals uh, an ambulance from the hospital,
1: which. It's kinda weird. Which in the nineties, I guess they just left keys and ambulances.
0: Yeah, I don't think they had LoJack back then or something.
1: Well, I mean, it looked like an older ambulance, so I mean, if it takes place in current day in ninety five, it was probably an eighties, seventies model yeah, ambulance, you know. What probably I mean? right. Um anyway, so he steals the ambulance and then it shows Val Kilmer buying explosive shit, which like seems kind of like you know, they would just sell that to anybody. You know? Yeah right. Hey, well,
0: he said he bought it for demolition, quote unquote.
1: Right. Well, and uh, yeah, he had like a whole bunch of like all the paperwork and stuff. So I guess they did their homework to get that shit. Yeah. Um, Doc Kilmer has this badass scar over his eye in this movie. Mm-hmm. You know, and it just like adds to like the like you, like we're just really letting y'all know he's a bad guy. Right. Um, you know what this opening
0: scene really reminded me of? The Dark Knight. Yeah, kind of. It really like made me well, think. Well, actually,
1: that. it kind of it's The Dark Knight reminds you of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this came out like a decade before. Well, I'm when
0: not. I was watching this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I was I think, like, uh, this I, reminds me of The
1: Dark Knight. Well, you know, this is a fucking Warner Brothers movie. So,
0: Well, I put in my notes and I said, I wonder if Christopher Nolan was inspired by this movie. He'll and never say
1: it. He's too big
0: no, to No, fun say fact, it. he did. Oh, really? He said that Heat was a huge inspiration for The Dark Knight and if you really think about it these movies are really
1: similar that first that first scene of the dark knight is what makes you like before you know when people said like oh man they should make a joker movie you know like it never really seemed like that big of a like it could happen or it would be good right. until you see that first scene of the dark knight mm-hmm. and then you're like Holy fuck, I'm here to see a Batman movie? Yeah. Like, I don't give a shit about that. I just want to watch this guy. For yeah, the yeah, next yeah two 100%. Hours,
0: you know? That was one yeah. of the best setups. And this one's a really good setup, too. Mm-hmm. But Christopher Nolan's
1: a genius at setups for movies. And see, that's what I'm saying. Like, people always hate it. Like, oh, superheroes, superheroes. Bro, do superheroes give you the freedom to just, like, go? You know what I mean? To just do what you want. Because, like, at the end of the day, it's fucking make believe. Yeah, it's all creative freedom. So I yeah. get what you're saying. With movies like this, like that's why I think it says a lot to how good they can be because
0: mm-hmm.
1: you're trying to root it in realism. You right. know, like actual shit that could happen. And I'm gonna get into that in a little bit, like what I'm saying, because this like I feel like they kind of missed I don't know. I'll get into it. But anyways. So they so rob they rob this armored yeah, truck. They, they flip get the it on its side. bear bonds. Valcomer blows the bitch up mm-hmm. and uh they end up shooting all well the 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 dude the hothead yeah uh, the crazy motherfucker the outsider which uh, you know which also i have to say dude like if you ever if you are a successful crew and you've pulled off all these heights and you trust these other three guys like why would you ever add another dude like, if you I couldn't, think, you know what I mean? Like, if you can't do it without that number of guys, like, why would you do that job? I think it just
0: needed him for some reason. I'm not sure why. Yeah, but... it's called a
1: plot device to keep <laughs> that shit moving. Yeah, right. Because, like, that, that's the only thing I can think of through this whole fucking movie is De Niro, like, he had plenty of chances to get away. Yeah. You know, he just kept fucking up. Like, right. You know, but anyways, we'll get to it. So, yeah, they end up having to kill all of them. Um, all the cops, because yeah, he shoots the one. The armored car guards. Right. And... Uh, Tom Sizemore, before he shoots the last one, it's it's really one of those things that, like, I love that scene later on afterwards when Pacino breaks it down because you don't notice it, but that subtlety when he looks at De Niro, De Niro just fucking nods, like...
0: Yeah, because why leave a he, Survivor? We There's killed no everybody
1: else, so you're gonna leave this fucking guy to tell us who we are? Yeah, you exactly. You know what I mean? So... But it is shitty, though, because, like, De Niro really didn't want to kill any of them. Mm -hmm. Like, he's like, I'm not here to kill y'all. I'm here to get this fucking money.
0: Right. And he says something like that later in the movie. That makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. So, uh they get away, and he's like, you stupid motherfucker. And he's his almost... ass in the fucking cafe. And uh, De Niro really looks... No, I'm talking in the van, like, right after. Oh, right, what right. What the fuck was that? What the fuck was that? He made a move. He made a move. And it looks like De Niro's really about to cold cock his ass. Like, he's got him by the fucking collar, like, you stupid mother, you know? Can I just say, this is one of Robert De Niro's, like, best performances. Fucking A, bro. Like, like... I think this is probably number two for me, or three for me. Yeah. Under... Casino and Goodfellas. Right, yeah, I think this is Goodfellas definitely will always be up number there. 1. Jimmy Burke is yeah.
0: that's that guy. Um I think Taxi Driver is up there in my 1 2 spot. It's it's up there,
1: but yeah. I don't have the same love for Taxi Driver that you do. That's uh, not my Sc- Scorsese movies that I, I, I like.
0: But yeah, definitely
1: up there with Goodfellas and,
0: you know, Casino. You know. But
1: yeah, He's and like, if you don't, if you have, if you go into this movie and you've never seen Goodfellas, right? Like, this is one of those movies that if you see it at a young age, it makes you root for bad guys, yeah,
0: 100%.
1: Because I kind of wish I would have seen this like earlier in my life, and I think that probably says a lot to why. Because, like I said, when I watch movies, like I love crime movies, and I like movies that like it's telling it from the bad guy's point of view, Mm -hmm. because I feel like. It's just it's like this is definitely dueling it because no, no, it's telling no, it no, from no. the. I know, I'm saying, but like, I feel like most movies, like, they always take it from the heroes. Like, your, they may set it up that you want you to root for the hero. Right. You know, like, like your superhero movies. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't make a compelling enough villain that you're like, oh, I see where he's coming from. It's like, oh, he's just insane and wants to destroy the world. Right. But De Niro plays such an intricate character in this one that it it makes you want him to look like you're rooting for the poor
0: you definitely are you yeah you know what i mean like you he's want doing him to get away with shit,
1: it. but like you're like god i want this fucking guy to he win.
0: has like rules and i kind of really like that about his character too is he lives by these rules he's very much a loner
1: you know you could make a whole highlight reel just off his quotes in yeah. this movie like he's got so many good fucking lines mm-hmm. in this movie um pacino too and, he, and that was what i was going to say earlier it I swear, it's it, going back and watching it. This is something I noticed this time. They were pushing hard to get Pacino a fucking Oscar for this movie. <laughs> like, they give him all the good, like, drama. You know what I mean? Like, all the, like, real shit, like with Natalie Portman. Fucking Natalie Portman's in this movie. I know,
0: know. I didn't even know. We're going to be doing a double p- feature
1: with Natalie Portman because we're doing Black Swan after this. So. Oh, yeah, that's right. But yeah, you forget because that's how many cra- like fucking big time people are in this. Yeah, but movie. they weren't like big back I, then. I, I like know, but
0: Natalie I, Portman did Leon the Professional and I think she did this cuz she's damn near
1: about the same age. Yeah, she's got to be like a year older if the Right. But um Yeah, like, you know, her with the trying to kill herself and then, you know, like they gave, you know, with the black cooker gets killed, like they give do Pacino you feel, all the, you know what I'm saying? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But the, all the drama. But do you feel it's a little much with the drama? You think you're trying to cram too much in there?
1: I'm gonna be honest, like I like I'm not saying that murdering hookers is not sad. You know what I mean? Right. Like all human beings don't deserve to be murdered, but mm-hmm. it just felt like an unnecessary scene. Like why is he comforting her mother? Like to show that he like he's a cop that cares yeah. or
0: I think so too. But also, well, I think it was to show the 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 one guy, the i can't remember his fucking character's name—but like Hargrove, yeah, to show that how piece of shit he is, he's gonna kill well, like that's an what underage hooker.
1: Of him c- killing her was, <clears throat> yeah, you yeah, yeah. You don't like, you know what I mean? Like, why are you putting the audience through another heartbreaking scene? Like, you knew it's already, you know, it's bad enough. You already knew he killed that fucking girl, right? I don't know, but it just Mine, like it was scenes like that that it just felt like they were setting Pacino up to like cry and shit. Well, that's how
0: I, mean. I felt with the daughter. Like, I yeah. really feel like you could have taken the daughter out of this and it really wouldn't have made a huge impact.
1: Yeah, honestly, I was thinking that, too, when I was watching it, like, mm-hmm. because I was like, man, this is like 15 minutes of this fucking movie. And then, like, now he has to have the talk with the wife. Yes. Who, you know, he caught cheating two scenes before. And it's just like, <laughs> now we're now I feel like we went from like an awesome heist movie to now we're watching a cop's shitty life. Like, right.
0: Yeah. That's the stuff that you could have, like, trimmed out and it would have been. That's why I said, pacing.
1: like, I forgot how long this fucking movie is, yeah, but like too. it still doesn't take away from how badass certain parts of it are.
0: Yeah, it's just very, very dense. More dense than usual
1: mm-hmm. movies like this. And same thing with De Niro's love interest. Like It's not bad enough that we gave Val Kilmer one. Tom Sizemore has a family. Trejo had an old lady. Pacino's Whoa. got his old lady. Like We had to give fucking De Niro one, too. Well, I feel De Niro's makes sense because he's
0: such a loner, but now he finally did find a woman that makes him want to give up this life. You know what I mean? That's I feel it plays into his character. I just say
1: they needed to cut one. One, <laughs> one needed to just be a ruthless dude. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, not I mean, wrong. Well, that was. Well, I guess Hargrave. Yeah, yeah, but I hated him. He was the least cool of the of the posse.
0: Yeah, I far. forgot uh, Danny Trejo was in this too. So young. He's awesome, he and is. you know
1: he really does stick to that what he said. Whenever he plays a bad guy in a movie, he always makes sure his character dies.
0: Well, fun fact: he went into the same prison that his character was in.
1: In real life, yeah, dude. A lot of people don't know Danny Trejo's about that life. Yeah, dude. He is. he's he's not faking that he shit. The right. tattoos are real, dog. <laughs> they don't put them on for the movies. He is machete. <laughs> he is. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, shout out to Danny. But
0: um so they go back and uh with Al Pacino, and this time watching it, I think this is when Al Pacino is taking a turn in his ridiculous acting. Mm-hmm. I think this is like that turning point. Yelling. A lot of, yeah, a lot like, of Al Pacino-isms yeah. in this
1: movie. This is Scent of a Woman is like where people were like, oh, yeah, well, this is like a thing now.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Because I just watched Godfather 2 and he's so See, good. got like
1: some of his best. Bro. 100%. Yeah, that's but what I'm so saying. Meticulous. He's so meticulous. so
0: good in Godfather 2. Yeah. But this one,
1: he gets a little wacky and zany. Yeah, Pacino in the 80s is way better than Pacino in the 90s. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to go out there and say it you know they might kill me later for it but like, yeah. I'm I'm just being real
0: cuz he goes and finds his uh informant he's like tell me what you know i have these guys on the street robbing armored cars tell me what you know and uh that's where he starts acting like give me what you got give me what you got yeah yeah that kind of thing knocking whatever.
1: shit off the table
0: yeah but it wasn't bad. It wasn't He still over. has
1: a couple cool lines, though. Like you know, a lot of these
0: were uh, improvised.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, you can tell. she's got a great ass. It was improvised. Oh, nice, big, fucking ass. <laughs> what are you going to fucking do for me? <laughs> it
0: works. Um, so, yeah, he tells him to go to the club to talk to one of his buddies mm.
1: Dude, Buffalo Bill plays Bosco, his right hand in this movie. Yeah, right. It's, dude, that's what
0: I said. There's just so many people
1: littered in this movie. Like
0: There is. Well, and the guy he goes and talks to
1: in the club. Yep. Tone Logue, baby. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I You knew I was going to bring that up. I know. Wow, I know. dang. Yeah, dude. I love Tone Logue. He's best part of Ace Ventura and Jim Carrey. I was going to say, Jim Carrey is uh, the best obviously, part. Obviously. But yeah, I love Tone Logue. Mm-hmm. From Kiko, Medina. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, for a guy to take like shitty '80s rock songs and turn them into dope '90s rap songs, that shit still goes hard. It does, <laughs> yeah. dude. If you play wild, Thing in any fucking place, dude. Like they're gonna, this go, shit's gonna go go crazy, he's going bananas. Shit, he's gotta be, he's gotta be getting up there, mm-hmm. probably his '60s. Anyways, so yeah, they go see. Uh, they go try to get information on this crew, and right. they end up getting. Tom Sizemore's character. Yeah. Because he calls everyone slick. He has to have that thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Pacino, here's my thing. Here's my beef. And that's what I said. Like, okay, I get it. Y- y'all are like the big robbery murder task force or whatever for the LAPD. Okay. So you're all detectives. Y'all got all the clearance. Like, so it doesn't, like when he's fucking walking around yelling at this cop, yelling at this cop, like I get all that. All right. You're commanding officer or whatever on the scene. Where the fuck did they get all these resources from? This motherfucker's riding in a chopper as his ride for half the movie. When the fuck have you ever seen LAPD just pull up on a chopper, dude? I I
0: don't know. I've never lived in
1: LA, and I've never been a cop. I'm just saying, like, I've watched a lot of cop movies, and, like, I've never seen- That makes you an expert? I was just saying, like, I don't know, bro. But, like, I don't know. And he had- Other helicopters looking out for cars and all that. Like, they put out APBs and shit like that. But I'm just saying, like, it just seemed like he had kind of, like, FBI resources. Yeah. And that's what I was going to say earlier on. I was like, I feel like they shouldn't have made them LAPD. I felt like they should have been the FBI. Right. You know, because that would have made it, like, because De Niro and them were supposed to be, like, the top-notch heist crew. Okay. But then they're just going up against the LPD. like they just get caught up by the LAPD. Yeah, like you got away with millions of dollars and stolen shit, but the LAPD is going to bring you down. <laughs> and then, the, and then, like when he gets and when De Niro gets intel on on Pacino, because when they find out that Pacino is looking for them, right? They're like, "Yeah, he's some bad motherfucker, man. He's taking down a lot of heavy crews, and you know, he's like the LAPD. He's like, he took down people in Chicago, New York, and I'm like, why? He's in LA like (laughs) they flew him out for that shit like I'm sure he moves around the country (laughs) like saying like we need your expertise in the LAPD it would have made more sense if he would have been the FBI like top motherfucker you know what I mean I don't know it just kind of bugged me this time around for some reason well I heard a lot of stuff in this
0: movie was done to exaggerate for you know movie
1: right yeah 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 um but there is phenomenal stuff like to see. Like uh, I love that scene where they try to extort the money from um, the guy plays the bank manager in Dark Knight.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know? I I heard that was like a callback. That's the reason yeah. I was thinking. I was like, Dark Knight, Dark Knight. And, Do you know
1: who you're robbing?
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, who's his henchman? <laughs> Henry Rollins. Henry fucking Rollins. Oh, I forgot you, he was bro. in this.
1: There's like it's every other scene you do that. Yeah. Jeremy Piven plays a fucking veterinarian that's stitching up fucking Val Kilmer. Later yeah. On in the movie, that's Ari Gold, man. Like a lot of people who weren't who they are now, they got they they, they got some shine in this one. Right. Uh. Fucking Bubba Goat. Bubba Gump's a cop in this one, is he? Yeah. Well, not Gump. He's not Gump, but I forgot what his name was. Yeah, but yeah. Bubba yeah. from Forrest Gump, right? He plays the fucking. He plays the the cop that uh, takes Ashley Judd. in. Oh, I see. Anyways, um, so they uh, it comes the cat and mouse, and that's Kevin when the movie, Gate. Who?
0: I'm oh, sorry, I was thinking of people that were in this movie. Kevin Gate. Yeah. Is the. Uh,
1: I love that scene where they're at the drive-in. And Val Kilmer's up on top of the roof With his assault this, rifle
0: This is one part that kind of like Bothered me a little bit Because he's way up above And I'm sure like perspective But I feel like Val Kilmer waited to the very last second To be like hey you got someone coming up on your side I feel like I would have seen him Getting out of the truck Or seen him like yeah, true. Punched in the truck I that's don't know true. it's a little minor nitpick but No but it makes sense Like what the bothers- fuck are you doing up there bro
1: <laughs> you taking a piss <laughs> like, you had an hour up there dude. right
0: <laughs> he just waits till he like gets the gun on him to say something i don't know it was a,
1: it's a minor nitpick i was but... thinking between that between robert de niro tried to go over hills <laughs> and shoot that fucking 45 <laughs> through that window i'm thinking like he would have shot himself in the fucking leg by now right and he hits it once val Kilmer finally hits it once from the roof that's another thing you're up there you have a scope dog you have a clear shot <laughs> you missed more times than de niro did in the car <laughs> driving and then all that to set up tom sizemore just pops around the corner with, with a the shotgun shot. <laughs> <Good>. yeah <laughs> still love it still the it's, a good, it's a good That's great probably scene. the cheesiest action scene in this movie it is but it works uh, i like it i got a good laugh at it though mm-hmm. like um you know, but so, so
0: yeah, he goes to the he goes to some fucking restaurant, gets the phone. He's like, You know, what I'm talking to on the other side of his phone. Who a fucking dead man, a fucking dead man hangs it up. Such a good scene, such I a good line. line, dude. Yeah,
1: that's why I said, man, like I felt like they should have pushed for De Niro to get some awards in this movie 100%. I feel like he's dead by far the best part. Yeah, this is top five performances of um, his career. Yeah, I co signed that for yeah. sure. Um. But yeah, dude, uh, so after that, he he plans on killing an old boy. That didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, yeah. So they put that on hold, and they try to go rob this uh, this uh, metals safe that's got like all this bouillon and platinum and shit like that. It's supposed to be like a million dollars worth of shit. Mm-hmm. And they're doing this job to pay for the Big Bang job, which is how they're all supposed to ride off into the sunset money. Yeah. It's twelve million, which in nineteen ninety five would be like a shit ton more today. Right. It's probably like twenty million. Right. So they're all play to that, but uh which makes me think that Grand Theft Auto Five took that shit from that guy in the wheelchair that gives De Niro all the plans. And he's like, How'd you find out about all this? And he's like he's like, That's what the internet is, man. It's just them beaming information out. You just gotta know how to grab it. Mm-hmm. I know how to grab it. Yeah, And, like, if you ever play Grand Theft Auto Five, that dude, Lester, that gives you all your jobs and shit, it's, like, literally that guy. Like, he's, like, hobbled and, you know, just been sitting in a room on a computer for decades, just learning how to hack and shit.
0: Oh, yeah. I've never played Grand Theft Auto Five, but, yeah,
1: that makes a lot of sense. Oh, uh, well, if anybody... Well, I know people have. They'll yeah. know who I'm talking about. But, yeah, I thought that kind of, like, pulled that from there. Probably, yeah. Um, yeah, definitely has to, bro, because based in LA and mm-hmm. that's where Grand Theft Auto Five It is. makes a lot of sense, yeah. It does. Yeah. I just put that out there now. But um Yeah, so they they uh they go to Raw the Metal and they would have caught him in the act, man, because Wildcomer's drilling the fucking safe. Everything's going good. And then this dumbass cop that's supposed that's literally only in there to to give him a radio to talk to the guy on the street. Mm-hmm leans up against the damn shipping container that they're surveilling from. Yeah, the box truck, and, and it then, like, a, dings. <laughs> and De Niro's such a bad motherfucker. I love it. He creeps into the shadows, and they can't see him. Mm-hmm. But they got infrared, so you could see, like, you know, his body signature. Right. And he's just standing there, staring.
0: Staring. Back. I like that scene, though, because you see De Niro, or uh, Pacino, staring at the screen, mm. and De Niro staring right at the camera, and it just pans back, or... Shifts oh, it's back and forth scene. between the two of them looking at each other. Yeah. It's
1: great. I liked it. It's definitely one of the best of the movie. Yeah. So De Niro just calmly walks in. Just yeah. From that one ding he knew some shit was off. And that's what leads gonna lead me on to a point later on in the movie. Mm-hmm. But it pisses me off later. <laughs> that one ding, he knew something. Because was up.
0: he's so meticulous now. Like mm-hmm. any little thing that feels off. Because he's, of that shit with the drop, he'll drop it because he go. doesn't
1: believe in the coincidences, you right? Know, because he's been doing this shit too long, yeah. And that's why he hasn't been caught yet because he's so meticulous. Work with the same people, never do jobs. Da, 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 da. Which that was another thing I was thinking. Like these dudes did a lot of fucking heists in a short time frame, you know? Oh yeah. Like I know this movie all takes place within like a couple weeks, you know? But like, damn. You right. I, mean? I
0: think I think the thing is, is they're just ready to get out. They don't want to do this right. anymore. They want to have that big. Score right to just yeah, like because that's what they were talking about with the bank heist like this is our big score we're gonna walk our separate ways and everything like that. That's true, but uh, so
1: where do I leave off? Of
0: that? He calls uh, calls this, sh- calls it off. Right. Al Pacino loses it. Oh yeah, and he's like, why don't we just get
1: him now? He's like, what are you gonna get him on? Breaking and entering. Yeah. Six months, they're out. Yeah. Fuck that. He's All like, right. I'm the commanding officer here. They fucking walk. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're trying to figure out, like, who the snitch was, you know? So then they they called old boy.
0: I like this scene, too, because uh, they set up a meet and greet, and the cops are listening. And they go to the fucking meet and greet, and they're just watching them from above with some binoculars. And finally, it just dings on Pati- uh, Pacino. He's you know what like, they're looking at?
1: Us. They're looking at us. <laughs> yeah. Take a picture, you fucking assholes! It's it's a great little thing, you know.
0: Because what it's doing is it's setting up like Al Pacino and uh, Robert De Niro are just it's a great cat and mouse. Yeah,
1: it's they're they're both at each other's skill level. It's like watching two fucking jedis, yeah, you know, or like a Jedi and a Sith master mm-hmm. just fucking dueling it out, bro. Right, it's great. Um, after that, that's when I said, like, you know, I just felt like they should have been FBI, bro. They should have been a higher level of law enforcement, in my opinion, because, you know, Pacino is such like he catches, you know, bank robbers. He catches armored car guys like he, that's what he does. Mm-hmm. That's why he's the best. That's why he's been through three fucking marriages, because that's all he cares about is getting his guy. Yeah. Mick, that's why Mick loves this movie so much, because he just <laughs> wants to get his guy. He said it multiple <laughs> times. But uh yeah, he. uh.
0: It shows too, where he's having trouble with his marriage and everything, yeah, like, I was gonna
1: get to that scene, man. um, I hated his wife in this movie, yeah, she was kind of annoying, not only that, she's a bitch yeah. like this guy's, <laughs> I, mean, I get it like he's not there, but like you knew what you were signing up for, yeah. you know what I'm saying, like you knew he's a cop, like this is the life they live, right, um, and, yeah, he and,
0: even said he's like, do you want do you think I want to be out there, you
1: know? Whatever I'd rather be here But this is my job And then she's like Well why don't you ever share He's like You want me to tell you About somebody Putting a baby in a microwave Right like, that's right That's a lot That's a lot dude Like <laughs> You picked the most Drastic story you knew I know well, I get it That's uh, all I have Babies start, and microwaves <laughs> That's all I see <laughs> <laughs> Damn it <laughs> you just start Another saving. fucking baby and that, That's what I said it And that's why I meant it. Like they gave Everything with any kind of range Of like emotion To De Niro Or to the Pacito in this yeah, movie. Yeah. Um, so she he walks in on him uh on him cheat or her like cheating. she's just to, a, like fucking this guy.
0: I have a fucking note on this. Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> he does the Pacinoism by slamming the fucking TV. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The TV no,
0: I love life. that. I love that his uh he's like, you could sit on my wife's couch. You can you
1: can sit in my... He said, you could borrow her, my wife.
0: Yeah, in her, uh, her ex-husband's post-modernism bullshit, but you could not watch my TV. It was such a good line. I love that. About and I wrote in my notes, I'm like, hope my wife never cheats on me with a guy named Ralph. Yeah, she's like, I have to fuck
1: Ralph just to get your attention. And I'm like, yeah, that makes it worse. <laughs> Couldn't fuck like a Christian. Right. Like a-
0: Ralph is such an ugly name, and I'm sorry to any Ralphs out there, but... Yeah, sorry, bro. But I just like, feel like that's a step down. I don't care how good you look, but if your name is Ralph... You should, like, be mad at your parents. Go by
1: your middle name. Yeah, it can't be any worse, bro. <laughs> He's Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so uh, that's a good scene. Um he gets on from that and De Niro is, he pulls everybody together and he's like, what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. You know, why this shit? I planned it. Who the fuck was? We gonna, have all the heat. Where did all this, this heat, comes heat from? come from? Right. It's great. And I also love that fucking, cause he says it three times in the movie. Uh, he says it to Val Kilmer. You remember what old Bobby so-and-so from The Yard and Folsom said? mm mm-hmm. If there's something you can walk away from in 30 seconds, it ain't worth it. Mm-hmm. You know? that heat's on you or when that heat's around the corner right it's a great great little quote yeah this time i watched i noticed how much he says it um because it's kind of like his mantra it's like how he's lived this long right you know yeah and val kilmer see that's the thing about it like val kilmer to do all the crazy shit that he does to have a wife and kid you know what i mean like that's what usually takes people down like that you know like you can't have a family and be in that kind of life
0: yeah like, and also a gambling
1: problem Is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah, a gambling problem. Mhm. Oh yeah, cuz the guy from Vegas. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah, Hank Azaria, man. Like <laughs> holy shit, it just doesn't stop, man. right? Like But In yeah. the all state, man, bro. <laughs> holy shit
0: um but i do i love their relationship val kilmer and robert de niro's character because robert de niro's character like loves val kilmer almost like a brother right like he really sticks his neck out there because he finds val kilmer's wife cheating yeah he goes in there he's like give him one more chance you're gonna give him a fucking chance yeah you're gonna give him another Close chance. yourself up and go home right if he fucks up again leave him mm. but give you're giving him one more chance so I like I like their chemistry. Like for some reason, he's she's his-
1: smoking hot in this movie. Yeah. too. she's like at her peak of hotness in this movie. I mean, she's still a pretty lady today, but yeah, she's banging in this movie. Mm-hmm. You imagine if you were that little baby, the one that played Val Kilmer's son in that movie? Like, how cool would that be? That would be pretty. Cool. You know, that guy's like our age now. Right, it's yeah. bragging rights now. Guess the who I fucking, played? In I'm movie. the fucking baby in Heat, bro. <laughs> no, no, for real. Look at the credits. It's me. That would be dope as shit. Yeah, instead
0: of being like the kid from uh the cover of Nirvana's, he's yeah. like trying to say, it's ruined my life. Nobody knows unless you say something. Yeah,
1: bro, and they <laughs> probably don't believe you half the time right. when you say it. Like, do you have proof, bro? Yeah. Do you have a picture with Kurt Cobain? <laughs> do you have a picture of your dick and we'll match him up? <laughs> <laughs> that's assuming it hasn't grown since yeah. the-, <laughs> the way he's acting, it doesn't sound like it. But, uh, yeah, I just thought about that. Like, how badass would it be to be the baby Yeah, from, from fucking Heat? Right. Like, that would be cool. Or from Baby's Day Out. Anything, you know? Just being a baby in a movie. Or, like, if you were, like, in Look Who's Talking, like, if you were the baby that Bruce Willis narrated, Right, like, that would just be the coolest thing ever, <laughs> man. Like, I'm sorry. I think that would be awesome. It would be pretty cool. Because you would still get a check for it. Oh, Yeah. You know, just the season stuff. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. I mean, your parents get it and they spend it all, but. Yeah, think of how many times Heat's played on TV over the years. Even if it's five bucks, bro. <laughs> like, kids make it out. Like, you probably went to college on it. Right. You know what I mean? I don't know. That's just like weird shit my mind comes up with every now and then. But uh so they're setting it up. Uh, De Niro says, Look, you know, I can't make anybody do this. He's like, This is walk away money from me. Right. He's like, and that's what I want, so yeah. I'm going for it. So you're either in or you're out. Let me know. And of course, like, Chris, You got a kid and wife, man. You're good to just walk the fuck away. And he's like, it's it's worth the risk. You know, that much money, it's worth the risk. Mm-hmm. And Tom Sizemore, you know, he's the most stable one out of all of them, I'm assuming, because he has the wife, kids, and he's like, you got real estate. He's like, you got money and equity, all this shit. He's like, you're fine. He's like, you don't need this money.
0: Yeah, but he's like, the only reason
1: I do it is for the thrill. He's like, yeah, he's like, I'm down for the ride, man. He's like, I follow you. And he's like, you're not following me on this one, man. Like, you have to make this choice. Right. And it's like a real... Bonding moment. Right. Well, to show it, how close they are. Right, the loyalty that they had. Because, yes. I mean, they all did time together. They've done all these jobs. So mm-hmm. they are like a family. Um, and then Danny Trejo's just like, yeah, fuck it. Why not? I'll I'll go for the ride too, guys. It's,
0: but didn't the uh, the one guy the fuck up? Didn't he sell them out to the? Well, bank? see,
1: they planned on killing him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because
0: in the beginning, Robert De Niro was gonna kill him, but he got away. Mm-hmm. So he's yeah, kind well, of been, he didn't talk about that. That's yeah. why it's
1: like yeah. So, but he's been running around and and well, and the guy that tried to kill De Niro for robbing him the first heist, the 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 guy that sold the CEO. It was his bare bonds Right He's the one that tried to have t- Yeah and he's the, like
0: No like, one's gonna steal from
1: me And that's what the think whole They steal my shit That's what the whole uh, theater Yeah the, the driving was So They go out and find this guy They says This guy's done fucking uh, Jobs with The guy you're looking for And he's like I could make a couple moves That would help you boys out You know mm-hmm. So he's, cause he's, just, he's just So he gives Heavy Rollins All the information That he knows about them Henry Rollins calls an anonymous tip about the bank. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. He tells them about Danny Trejo. That's it. Right, right, right. they torture poor fucking Danny Trejo. I think
0: they kill his wife and torture him in front, you know, Mm -hmm. give up all this information.
1: And uh, so, of course, they turn around and call Pacino. And it is by far the greatest fucking scene in this movie.
0: Uh, Fun fact is I think they only... Michael Mann only wrote this movie for this scene, and then he wrote the movie around it. Oh man, it—you could tell because it is just fantastic. <laughs> so but Al Pacino, you know, tracks down Robert De Niro's character. They and are pull, and they literally
1: pull. getting away with a bank robbery. Yeah, I love that scene too, man. They just start beating the shit out of the guards. You know, what my dad called bullshit though. He goes, "You know how much of that money would fucking weigh? You're not running shit. It's ninety pounds." He's like, you're not running that fast with 90 fucking pounds strapped to your back with an automatic rifle with all the fucking arm, ammo they had strapped and shit. Mm-hmm. My whole thing was they had all that, but they didn't have body armor. Right. Because fucking Val Kimmer takes one of the fucking chest. Mm-hmm. You know what? He might have been because I think they said that it was mostly tissue and you got a broken collarbone because mm-hmm. they can't break shit. And they might have had a vest under there. But it might have just not got a vest all the way. Right. Because I think he gets hit. Somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. I thought he got hit in the gut when I first watched it. Like right. Later on when Jeremy Piven stitched him up, he kind of tells you. Anyways. Um, it's a great fucking scene, man. Al yeah. Pacino even pulls this off. Like, yeah. I think that's the only movie I've seen Pacino handle a gun like that, except for Scarface, bro. Yeah. Like, he's just following him. Ka-ka-ka-ka. Ka-ka-ka-ka. And then, dude, Tom Sizemore is just letting it rip on people, picks up a fucking kid as a human shield. What are we,
0: why are we going to the shootout scene? Why don't we talk about Robert De Niro and Al Pacino's coffee scene? You like skipped all over that. Did I skip over that? You did. Oh, that's
1: right. Jesus. I was that's trying to get
0: film. to that because you were like, this is the best scene. And then you went to the fucking shootout. Oh, my bad. I don't want to get there yet. I want to talk about I'll, the coffee scene because I this love is the best scene, part of the movie I like
1: the shootout more. Yeah. yeah I know, but, but, all right.
0: But, fucking rewind it. <laughs> anyways. So Al Pacino pulls over. Rob De Neri's like,
1: let's go have some coffee. Which brings me back to my FBI point from earlier, bro. They just has fucking helicopters on lock. Watch. They just pull this random fucking car. Okay. You got what I'm saying. Let it go. You get what I'm saying. (laughs) Right. All right. Go ahead. Yeah. So, so they go and get, get a cup of coffee.
0: Yeah. So they go and get coffee and it's just a, they did not rehearse this beforehand because they wanted it to be genuine.
1: It's the most they're in the movie together.
0: Yeah. And so they sit down and have coffee and they're just having like an acting off. You know, whatever. They're putting
1: their Oscars on the table.
0: Right. And it's great. Because a lot of it is ad-libbed and them just going, doing their best acting.
1: What, ball games? And, uh, what is it? Baseball? And, uh, yeah, barbecues he, uh, and baseball?
0: Yeah, because he's like, why do you do this? Like, you could be, you could have a real job. And he's like, what? You know, baseballs. Barbecues and baseball? Yeah, right. Nah, they don't interest me. So, uh.
1: My life. I'm on my third failed marriage, catching guys like you. Yeah, yeah, it's great, man. I it love, is a great scene. Back and forth. So, uh, so they
0: realize they're basically matched head to head, and you know you they're not gonna stop stand. because I he even says hesitant. he's like, if it comes to it, I'll I'll take you out.
1: He goes, if it's down between you or one of these poor bastards being another widow, I'll put you down, brother. Yeah, and then like that's like. Uh, all Pacino right there, and mm-hmm. then De Niro comes back with even something more slick. You got me boxed in, and the heat is on. I will not hesitate. I'll put you down. Oh. It's fucking gold, man. It is. This is one of the best scenes of this movie, and it's the greatest little bit of foreshadow you'll ever see. Because mm-hmm. uh, he says he's like, "I'm not going back. <laughs> I'm not going back."
0: <laughs> so now they get to the bank. They're and it's gonna, an amazing shootout. Uh, well, they first they get to the bank, and this is what I was touching on earlier. He's like, this is not your money. This is the, the bank's money. They have sure, insurance. The federal government So insurance. I'm not stealing from you. I'm stealing from the government. Mm-hmm. You know. So don't be, do anything stupid. So yeah, they have these 90-pound bags of money,
1: each one of them. All got crisp suits on, too. Yeah. And they walk out of the bank, and they get in the car, and Val Kilmer at the very last second... Sees two cops holding guns mm-hmm. and just starts fucking unloading uh, on them. Yep. Doesn't hit shit. <laughs> Fun fact is uh,
0: Michael Mann thought post production gun shots weren't good enough. So he set up mics to, you know, record the shots of the guns. That's why they sound so good. loud as shit. Loud as
1: fuck. <laughs> It makes it seem like there's more firepower than there actually is. I thought that was a fun little tidbit he did. Yeah. It's kind of crazy because it's like it's one of those. It seems like it would be like when you think about this movie, you would think it's an 80s movie. Mm -hmm. But it's not. You know, it's 90s. But it's a great scene. They end up killing Tom Sizemore. They kill the Allstate man. He's the first one to go fucking all state, man. You know, I thought that was a really sad little arc in that movie. Hmm. You know, they show this guy getting out of prison. Oh, the Kevin gate. Yeah. His wife is so fucking proud of him for like, you know, going straight and like he gets a job from his parole officers working at the shit diner for this piece of shit guy. Yeah. He's trying to get his life together and just by so fucking shitty a luck. That's where De Niro and them are having their fucking breakfast. Right. And Danny Trejo can't make it cause It the is cops a cops are on him.
0: Yeah. It's a really, really sad, sad moment.
1: Like, you just feel bad. And he's just, like, at the point where he's like, I'm tired of making this fucking food, bro. Yeah. Well, yeah, it. I'm just tired of life shitting on yep. me. So fuck it, man. If I got to do this to get ahead, then so be it. My wife will just have to deal with it. Right. And he shoves the motherfucker to the ground, which <laughs> had to be the most satisfying feeling. Oh, which yeah. Which I felt like he... Would've gave him a little bit more if he didn't have shit to do. But uh but yeah, that poor dude gets fucking shot up, man. He didn't even make it out of the car. Nope. And uh you know, Tom Sizemore gets it. Which, dude, do you think a cop really makes that choice, dude? What do you think? Do you think he shoots that guy in the fucking head holding that baby? Right? Like I've heard maybe a sniper.
0: I've heard a couple of things like he really took a risk by doing that. He should have let him go because if he misses. (laughs)
1: That's what I'm saying. If he hits that fucking kid instead, like you're never being a cop again. Like You're a fucking mall security guard at best. (laughs) Yeah, that was a little far fetched of a scene. Like, I understand what they were going for, but. Oh, yeah, because it shows that like oh Pacino ain't just talk like he's about that life. He is that guy they're saying he is. Mm -hmm. He just takes people down. Yeah. No matter what.
0: There was a cool little fun fact about
1: Val Kilmer. Um,
0: In June of 2002, the scene involving the shootout after the bank robbery was shown in the United States Marine recruits as MCRD San Diego as an example of a proper way to retreat while under gunfire. So I thought it was pretty cool. That's insane. And then Val Kilmer was thrilled to learn that the moment in the gun battle scene where he runs out of bullets, rapidly changing his magazine is regularly shown to the Marine recruits as an example of how to perform the action properly.
1: Damn. How cool is that? That's how great of uh, his craft that Val Kilmer is. Yeah. Yeah, I thought watching this movie, man, like, you know, he really is like, I feel like a, a underrated legend. Mm hmm. You know, like he's had some bang, some great movies. But you didn't like Real Genius. I, I didn't. I just thought it was slapsticky as shit. I liked it. Um, you didn't like Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, man. And he's this
0: fucking, is true, and he's I want fucking gold in that. I want to revisit that one you should watch I don't think again. I did I get a fair shakedown of that.
1: Because I think him and Downey Jr. had fantastic chemistry in that movie, man. <laughs> I really do. But uh, it's a lot of people's favorite movie. What kiss kiss bang, yeah. bang It to me, it's just like one of those movies that like it was so funny, and it was like I thought, like I remember watching it at mugs, going, "This is so good!" Like, how did I not fucking know about this? Yeah, you know, and I like I I, I ended up getting it. My dad gave it to me. He's like, "Hey, you remember you like this movie, right?" Like, there you go. <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, man, I really enjoy Val Kilmer in this. I know he's not like the biggest part, but yeah. I think he plays a great. Henchman. I think so too. He did the most with what they gave him, right?
0: So they, uh, Robert De Niro and Val Kilmer get away. They get away. And, uh. And this is when Robert De Niro is trying to get away to make a life with this girl. But he makes a stupid decision of wanting to get the fucking rat. mm -hmm. So he
1: finds out where he's at. He goes to Danny Trejo, who's obviously, he finds out he's been fucking tortured. And he did him a favor. You know, he's just bleeding out. He's like, don't leave me like this, man, please. Mm -hmm. Shoots him in the face, you know. Um, he finds out that the the banker did it. Yeah, and you know Hargrove did it.
0: Oh, before that, yeah, he does go to the the guy. John place. Voight
1: also plays a great uh, little little role in this little handler, little mm-hmm. middle man. Yeah, you know, <clears throat> he uh calls him and he's like, hey, because Al Pacino. That's like probably the best movie he had because. And that's why it, it pisses me off, man. Because out of all the things that De Niro did leading up to this final act, man, like nothing led me to believe that he would have went back for that last little bit of revenge.
0: Yeah, that's that's the one part of this movie that I was kind of like, eh,
1: I don't, I don't believe it from this character. But like, maybe if he hadn't preached the whole thirty seconds walk away and all that shit, because he already had to leave his girl behind mm-hmm. to go catch the plane, right? You know what I mean? I don't know. The whole thing is just about did he kill three cops to get there and all that other shit, and like. All that to kill this one dude, I get it, that he ruined everything, and he killed, you got your friends killed, and like...
0: Yeah, but it's, um like, I do like it because he's on the road with the girl, and there's literally a fork in the road. It's like, this is freedom, this is revenge, and just right at the last second, he goes for revenge, and it just uh, doesn't feel like his character, but I kind of understand where they're coming from
1: well you know but that's what i'm saying it still threw me for a loop because when he first gets there and she's like so you're a fucking bank robber and that was your friend that got killed and all that he's like mike knew what he was doing mike mike knew the risk right he didn't have to be there so that makes me believe that like he's already put that shit out of his mind like i don't feel bad anymore Mm -hmm. i gave him an out yeah you know what i mean like i love him that was my friend but you're right like he made his choice so now it's like do you want to get away or not yeah So, like I said, like, it just didn't seem like his loyalty would have pushed him to that. Mm -hmm. Because Val Kilmer got away. Yeah. You know what I mean? He doesn't know that Val Kilmer got away. I mean, I don't know if he knows he got away or didn't get caught or whatever the case may be. But, like,
0: you know what I mean? It's a sad little moment, though. He pulls up, and they're like, check and see if it's him. And she gives him the signal to, like, bail. And he has to drive away. But... You know.
1: And she'll end up getting released because, like, they can't because she cooperated, even mm-hmm. if they didn't catch him. Like, they still have to, you yep. know, they'll keep her on a thing under surveillance for a little bit, you know, see if he comes back and all that. But I think that that was their way of saying, like, I'll never see you again, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, yep. yeah, his is a very sad little arc, too. I'm surprised he lived, but yeah, I know. He's the only if you think he's the only one, yep. you know. Well, sorry, guys, spoilers, but we're getting towards the end, anyway. Well, I was gonna spoiler. say, we're here. They if have you haven't gr- seen Heat It's been 25 yeah, it's, years Yeah It's been a while <laughs> um, So anyways They have that great little chase Through the airport Like back lot Yeah it's a great scene And you know De Niro's trying to get to this hangar Cause they said the plane's only gonna wait Another five minutes After you're supposed to be there If mm-hmm. not They're mm-hmm. fucking leaving And uh, he's trying to get there And he's so close man But Pacino gets, a, gets to him Yeah And then they end up pulling on each other And
0: yeah, because they both. Uh, Robert De Niro notices that whenever the plane lands, the lights light up and you're blinded for a second. So he figured this would be a good a good time to get Al Pacino, but he didn't think about his shadow, which is another. I figured he would have thought about that, but Al Pacino sees his shadow and just kind of shoots into the light and happens to get him.
1: That's like I said. It was like almost like they. It was almost like Michael Mann was like. It's like somebody came to him like the last day of shooting was like you. Do you know Pacino's supposed to win, right? Fuck. <laughs> because he's the cop. He's the cop. Yeah, yeah right. And that's why they win. Shit. Hey, Bobby. <laughs> Small tweak. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to make your character a complete fucking idiot in the last 10 minutes of this movie. I hope you're not mad.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's definitely a part you have to, like, kind of let go a little bit of the
1: character. Well, I also feel like it makes up for it because Pacino holds his hands as he's fucking dying. Yeah. Because, like, like he said, like, it won't make me feel any better to put you down, but I will do it. And it was kind of like he just, like, like he's, it's like all that, everything that's happened in that last two weeks is just. You could see it on Pacino's face. It's probably the best look of the movie for him, honestly. Mm -hmm. And he's like holding, you know, they're bloodied up and, you know. Yeah,
0: just showing they have respect for one another. Right,
1: and De Niro's like, I told you I wouldn't go back, you know. And it's just like that admiration, you know, they had. Nope. And I think it's like beautiful, like the perfect way, obviously, to end the movie. But,
0: you know. No, it's a good, it's the best ending to this movie that you could have had.
1: Right. But 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 other than those two minor like I said Character flaws At the end And then Like I said I just felt like They should have went For a higher Law enforcement For Pacino and them Yeah I guess
0: I didn't really think about it But you yeah,
1: i Even the LAPD Has like one of the worst Track records As far as like Corruption and That's because like they don't have Al Pacino on their, on their roster anymore <laughs> So say it like This dude had like The fucking A-team Of LAPD detectives With him like, <laughs> Right I don't know But, yeah, I still love it. Still love it. Um, Still had a great time watching it again.
0: Yeah, it's a great—I feel like it's one of the greatest crime dramas that's been made.
1: I know it's not the heist movie. Like, it's not the original heist movie by Mm -hmm. any means, but it is, like, one of my heist movies. Yes, 100%. Like, I love it. I love the town. Um, Point Blank—or, sorry, Point Break. Uh, you know, shit like that. Like, I love movies with bank robberies and shit like that. The Dark Knight. Like, even though it's yes. the Joker, it's still a great fucking heist movie, dude. That it's it, that right there could be made into a, a short film. Yes, you know what I mean. But like I said, that's when scenes like that. That's where I was like, you know what, a Joker movie would be fucking awesome, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm really glad that Joaquin Phoenix didn't fucking shit the bed on that one because, like, think of how much more it would have hurt if he if it wouldn't have been good. You know what I mean? Like, how much do you think it would have shit on Heath Ledger's memory? You know what I mean? If it would have been bad.
0: If he would have went for, like, a Heath Ledger, you know, Joker, but he went for a different kind of Joker, which is the move, you know? You can't. Nobody's going to be able to do that
1: crazy Joker anymore. No, I'm just saying, but uh, talking about at the level of fucking good, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't have to be the same take on that character. No, I get what you're saying. Yeah. If, if they hadn't done the Joaquin Phoenix and all you got was the Jared Leto from Suicide Squad, <laughs> people would be blowed. Like, they would be so Yeah, blown. Jared Leto was the last Joker. Yeah, you wouldn't see him. You wouldn't see the Joker in anything for a while because they'd want you to forget about that shit. Right. And then come back. Although, I will say this, man. Leto, you know, he. he I think he made up for it with his little bit in, in the Snyder Cut. It wasn't a long, but, I mean, it was kind of like his, like, hey, fans, my bad. I can't act. Like, check this shit out. Like. <laughs> because think about it dude's an Academy Award winner too like I feel like Jared Leto's a good actor I think so too he's been in a lot of my he's like, got some good movies mm-hmm. um, you know I just I felt like he he tried something and it didn't I, I didn't personally dislike his Joker
0: I feel like I just didn't get enough of it like right. I wish I would have seen more of it to kind of like really
1: well the air cut supposedly he's all through that shit mm-hmm. like he's the bad guy in that one yeah um that's another one of those what ifs, man.
0: Right. Release the haircut.
1: Yeah. I got a friend that's really avid about that right now. <laughs> Not just that, but he wants the entire Snyderverse restored. Yeah. And I was like, Warner Brothers ain't going to do that, bro. Mm-hmm. They're already eating too much for that. They're trying to forget <laughs> about that shit. <laughs> right. So what do you give Heat? Seven nine.
0: Seven nine. That's a little lower than I expected.
1: It was an three. Before Until. I watched it this last time.
0: Really? You know, I felt that way, too. Like, there was a couple of
1: things here and there that I'm like, mm, it's not perfect, but it's still good. It's still great. I blame you, man. Why? Because I didn't used to watch movies this hard. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I just them enjoy apart. them apart. Right. You know what I'm saying? But since it's not just you, but you know what I mean? Like, it's just us watching movies for this. Uh-huh. Like, I feel like I've changed the way I watch anything you know what i mean <laughs> i used like, to have fun <laughs> no i'm saying like it's not like i'm critiquing it but like i don't know like i just noticed subtle things that i didn't notice before right when i watch movies because yeah. we watch so much different stuff mm-hmm. like i don't know i just feel like i have a like a different perception on all of it now yeah you're you're reviewing movies you're you're Is that what these these critics are always, like, getting their ass tore up for? Because, like, yo, bro, what are you doing having an honest fucking opinion? Either love (laughs) it or fucking hate it. Don't be in the middle. Love or hate. Yeah. So, you know. But like I said, I still love it. It still has a fondness for me. But
0: you also appreciate the good stuff so much more.
1: Exactly. Like,
0: the little stuff that's in there that you saw the director or the actor, you know, that's, like,
1: slid in there. It's like, God, that was so good. Yeah. And that's the stuff I like to look for. You know what I'm thinking, too? I feel like I've noticed this lately, like, uh, the more 90s movies I watch, the the ASMR. Mm -hmm. Like, I could watch De Niro stir a fucking thing of coffee for, like, 20 minutes in this movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, when they eat something, when they drink, like, the clinking, like, I don't know. Something about that is, like, ear porn to me.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know. Maybe it's just me. But, like, I've noticed that with, like, maybe not just 90s, but older movies in general.
0: Right. There was a lot
1: of that um, atmosphere. Mm Mm-hmm. You don't really get much anymore. Hey, dude, I watched this on my, you know, my my. Uh, what do you call them? The ones you hate? Oh, the snap, the snap, snap covers on the. Re- it was grainy. It was beautiful. I watched it like I would have watched it in '95, man. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the way you watch that movie, right? And like I said, the, the 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 good feeling was still there and everything. Like I said, but like on the way over, I was just thinking, like I can't still give this an eight three. Yeah. Like I was almost tempted to just keep it at the eight, but I was like, he's gonna shit on me because I always go eight. <laughs> No, you always go seven, but eight's pretty good, too. I I was going to go seven, nine, or eight. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I give it a highly recommended. Like, if you haven't seen it, check it out, because it's one of the Do ghosts. yourself a favor,
1: man. Yeah. Know, you know all the shit you like nowadays Knew where they pulled it from. It's mm-hmm. that's, that's one of these movies. Yeah, it's definitely a huge inspiration to this genre. Shit, even stuff like with the town, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I love the town, and I'm thinking to myself, like, fuck, this is heat, too. <laughs> like, when he's like, oh, I'm not going back, Dougie. Like, yeah. I'm holding court in the street. Like, that was De Niro. I'm not going back. Like, uh, yeah. You know
0: what I mean? Like, I, I expect to see that one this year from you. the town town, i thought
1: about it i thought about it but i was just like yeah
0: i'm kind of curious what the movies
1: you're gonna have lined up are now that you're taking the i've already watched ban off bro we're swinging baby
0: yeah i see that we're going which i'm fine with because i want you to be excited about the movies you're talking about because like this one you know we're going over an hour but if it was one of your other movies that you're like it was all
1: right Right. you know you go about 20 minutes and you're like i don't have anything else to say well (laughs) i I try to think of it I'm, i'm This year I told myself, like, I don't want to do a movie that I've seen so many times that I don't want to talk about it. And why I may still love it, you know, and I think that was some of the problem in past episodes is, like, I love it so much, but, like, I I feel like people should already know why I love it. Mm -hmm. It's probably the same reasons I feel like they love it. Right. So it's hard for me to express, I don't know. You can still express why you love something, like just because. I guess I don't know. I didn't like I said. Like I don't want to just spend episodes in here where we're both just like fucking fanboying over it the whole time either. Yeah, you know. And I do like to find something that you haven't seen mm-hmm. or that you didn't know you liked. Right. You know, because like I, I still like that part of this. Mm-hmm. I still like that we do that. Um. You know, because there are movies like Whiplash. Like I would have never fucking watched Whiplash. Never yeah. on my own. Yeah. And I'm glad you gave me that one. Sometimes it's a win. Sometimes I get a Mandy. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, nah, I didn't hate Mandy that much. Mandy was all right. Yeah. Uh, it's a little slow pace, but I, I didn't. The first it. half of it. But right. once it gets going, it doesn't um, stop. I bet fucking color out of space. That's what I'm <sighs> to say. <laughs> that's what i meant to say you and my buddy movie nerd man y'all love that fucking movie it's and so I just, cheesy and great i love it because timmy lives in the well now <laughs> like that's the only reason you love that fucking movie though.
0: <laughs> oh my
1: god and the goat pile monster thing at the end it's a
0: llama or alpaca alpaca that's yeah. right yeah it's, movie. it's an alpaca sandwich that whole movie was like i fucking took
1: a hit of acid
0: bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> those are the movies i like mandy that it was
1: insane dude
0: and neon demon which we're gonna get to in a couple more episodes
1: yeah yeah you keep talking about that one
0: <laughs> but we gotta do because next we're gonna do natalie portman part two when she's grown up mm. black swan
1: and she got a requirement award for that one, too. She
0: did. A lot of people really liked This was the movie that I think put Darren Aronofsky on the map. Well, I think Requiem for a Dream everyone loved, but it was like one of those weird, like, you just talked about it. Mm. It's not a movie you really loved. It was like, how weird was that shit? Mm. But Black Swan is like, you got to watch it. It's a great movie.
1: Well, I think it really opened a lot of people's eyes to addiction. Addiction,
0: yeah, definitely. And, like
1: face the demon and the sad and like the hard truth of it. You know what yes. I mean?
0: Yeah, it's one of those <laughs> don't do drugs,
1: but a movie. <laughs> right? It's it's a good movie, but like it's a good movie to like like kids. Like it's like one of those movies that like it's trying to scare the shit out of you to yeah. not being that. That's way.
0: one that a lot of people talk about, and I still haven't watched. Kids? Yeah, it's a hard watch. Bro. I heard
1: it's a hard watch. Yeah. It's fucked up. Yeah. Like I mean, it's not a bad movie, but like mm-hmm. I said, it's just it's like Schindler's List, bro. It's a <laughs> great movie, but it's just like don't not fuck that sad. I don't want to watch that again. Yeah. you know what I mean. I get that. The boy in striped pajamas. I
0: can't watch again. Exactly. There's, I there's watched a list once. of them
1: that yeah. I'm just like, yeah, man. I was just too fucking brutal. I can't watch that again. Some
0: of those are like some of my favorite movies, though. So,
1: but uh, it's Green Mile, man, that's a great movie, dude. But it's sad as fuck. You know, I've never seen it.
0: What? Yeah,
1: I don't want to dedicate three hours to that again. But- <laughs> If you want to watch it, go for it. Yeah. I'll give you my recommendation <laughs> on that one.
0: I heard it's good. I just haven't sat down to watch it. Oh,
1: yeah. Tom Hanks goes to school in that one, man. That's what I heard. And Michael Clark Duncan oh, R.I.P. He's great in it. Uh-huh. He's the best part of the movie. He steals the movie. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, shout out to Michael Mann, man. I still love the movie. I
0: know, um, I'd love to just do all his movies, like Man on Fire, oh my Deja God. Vu. You know
1: what? You can put that shit on the list at some point, bro, because I don't know why we haven't done Man on Fire yet. It's so good. I love Man on Fire, yeah. bro. And it's been a while since I've seen it. Mm-hmm. So you can go, I might even do Training Day this year, bro. I don't shit. even know. We might just go all fucking badassery of all 2020. That's what two I expect me. from you. Yeah, man. True
0: romance.
1: Oh, dude, I, we'll probably definitely do that again. For <laughs> sure.
0: Um, I don't have much, but I got a I got a tiny
1: haul. Yeah, man, I want to see it. Well, so, I, I've seen it, but I'm sure people would like to hear So
0: it. I... Uh, you know, I ordered the steel book of Dune from Best Buy. I was super excited to have it. I went to Walmart and I did some shopping and I came across this one. And I'm like, I sent a text to the wife and I'm like, I got to have this because it's the Walmart special edition of Dune. So you're a hundred bucks into Dune. <laughs> She's like, you already have it though. And I'm like, I don't have this one though. She's like, it's the same movie. She's like, if you feel that you need to have this, buy it. But I'm just saying, don't. You're ridiculous. <laughs> yes, that's what she's saying. So it's. Uh, I know you don't. You haven't watched this yet, which I
1: don't know why. I'm pretty sure it's going back on HBO Max. Yeah, we'll it's going
0: to be it, there man. soon. But anyway, it's the uh, the Benajeseric pain box with the uh, the movie inside of it. I haven't opened it. I'm not going to open it. Yeah, it's just my like suit. collector's yeah. like just for me special thing. You should because it's so cool. To have the Gesserit pain box, so yeah, I got that one. And I wanted to do a blind buy. Do you ever do this? Do you ever buy? Do you ever see movies? You're like, oh, I've heard a lot about that. I haven't seen it, so let me buy it and I'll check it out.
1: Um, not necessarily. I've heard about it, but Mm -hmm. if it's somebody on the cover that I think I like, like that Violet and Daisy. When I saw Gandolfini on it, I was like, oh, that's getting bought. Oh, but didn't you buy that Bruce Willis movie? And you're like, I haven't seen it, but it's twenty five cent. Yeah. throw it in there
0: so this is one of those is uh it's called alone in the dark have you seen this
1: no but i heard about it
0: yeah it was uh it's the scream edition collector's edition scream factory and i kept popping up in my movie group so i was like yeah let me buy and check it out it was on sale like 20 bucks for a scream that's not bad at all
1: yeah so your blind buys are blu-rays yeah my blind buys are market DVDs for that, 25 five cent. exactly when they leave there <laughs> they go to the trash can yeah
0: definitely but no I wanted to check it out and I watched it and just horror slasher is just not my thing I figured that's what it was yeah it's a horror slasher it's not what I wanted it to be but it's like a it's, a, it's a good little movie if you're into that stuff it's this it's about this psych ward these guys that live in a psych ward and they get out and just start killing people
1: that's about it. <laughs> really groundbreaking uh, plot there. Man. I
0: mean, it's an old movie. It's from like the fucking 1980s. Is it? Easy. Yeah. 1982.
1: Oh, shit. I thought it was a newer one. <laughs> nah, it's old. I'm thinking of that Nickelodeon show, bro. Oh. Don't be afraid of the dark. <laughs> right, That's what I'm right. thinking of, dog.
0: <laughs> it's definitely not that. Yeah. 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 It's just an old slasher film. It's okay That's if a you're cool into that show, stuff. though, man. Do you, right. you remember that? Yeah. I, I used to watch that religiously. Don't be it scared the fuck out of me, and it wasn't. It probably Dude, wasn't it even. came on
1: during the days, and I'd still be freaked out. Right? Huh? Like, my hey, mom, you turn the <laughs> lights on. It's Fucking noon. I know, uh, but the sun's out. I know. I
0: need more light.
1: Can't go to Goosebumps too, man. When I was a kid, you remember the Goosebumps TV? show I only
0: watched. I didn't watch TV show, but I watched a couple of the movies, like
1: uh, The Mask. Oh yeah, I love the movies too. Those were cool. The straight to DVDs or the straight to VHS ones. I had the books man I used to read the shit Out of the books
0: I read one of the books I can't even remember What it was It was just weird as fuck It was almost like
1: I remember I started Collecting them Because like That was the thing You like tried to Collect them all Oh yeah Because they had the Super cool cover art And stuff to them And I remember like I was collecting them Before I could even read Like Mm -hmm. really read Right right Because like my mom Loved reading So like if I ever said I wanted a book of any kind My mom would be like Fucking buy it I want him to read Buy it Do you still have The Goosebump books? I think my sister's got them. Mm. I have some of my books from when I was a kid, like my Bailey School Kids. Did you ever read those? No. I love those books, man. I never really read much as a kid. Well, it was like... I watched movies. It was this group of kids. They were kind of like Scooby-Doo type shit, but they didn't have a dog or anything. It was or, four kids. Or a mystery machine. No, there was four <laughs> kids. They went to the school, but the school was weird because like, in the town or whatever, because everybody, like all their teachers, everybody they would come across with would always be some kind of monster, Mm -hmm. and it would be like, the name of the book would be like, The Bailey School Kids and Dracula Doesn't Drink Lemonade, and it would be like a science teacher that they had that looked a lot like Dracula that would be in there like chugging lemonade or whatever. They were kids books, but like, it was kind of like a cool little, like, they would try to get to the bottom of it, find out if they were a monster, if they were a real person. (laughs) It was it was cute little books. Tied but.
0: them down, trying to take their math or face off. Yeah. Let's see what was under here.
1: <laughs> Put their German or their St. Bernard <laughs> them on them.
0: Right. That <laughs> <You know. laughs> sounds like a cool little read. Yeah. Amelia Bedelia. Yeah. I read that those books a lot. I had a thing for Amelia Bedelia books. I don't know why. Those fucking puns just got me. It's weird. I didn't even like that
1: never even came to my mind when I named my daughter Amelia. Oh really? Yeah. You gonna think about that. I named my daughter Amelia because of Night at the Roxbury. Because I thought that was the greatest thing ever between Will Ferrell and uh, my dog. You're uh, ridiculous. Chris Katan. Yeah, you can make her watch Amelia, that. Yeah. She... Amelia. I thought, I thought you were saying Amelio. They are, but like I didn't have a boy, so <laughs> I had to put an A on the end. But me and my wife thought that shit was hilarious. When I can't like, wait
0: till she becomes of age and like, you know where your name came from? And you put it in the DVD. Oh, yeah.
1: I look forward to that shit, dude. <laughs> I've already told Brody about Mall Rats. Like, he, he's not interested enough to watch it yet. So, I'm going to wait a couple more years. But yeah, it's not really a movie. You should watch it at 10 anyway. It's not that bad. It's not that bad, but it's, there are a couple scenes that are bad. I guess. I mean, the girl getting dressed, Stink Palm. Yeah. The topless fucking fortune teller. Hey, baby, you ever have your apple That's licked, licked by, by a fat man in an, an overcoat. overcoat? Yeah, there's a couple of lines. He doesn't but... say that one in that one. Oh, he doesn't? That strikes back. Oh, okay It all bleeds together But he does say a lot of nasty shit in that one. Yeah, because it's it's fucking Jay Yeah, it's great though (laughs) Next time you fuck your old lady Make her call you you Jay (laughs) (laughs) He said he was going to fuck me somewhere very uncomfortable Like in the back of a Volkswagen I love that shit Yeah But, uh, yeah, so I'm going to wait a couple more years Before I show it to him But I have told him that his name is from my favorite character Of my favorite movie Mm -hmm. So, he knows. Yeah. I need to get my poster out. I have the poster that uh, it looks like a comic book cover. Oh, really? Yeah. And it's like a big ass one, but I got to get it framed.
0: I like the cover of the one that I got you. It looks a
1: lot like that one. Oh, but really? Just the, the instead of a white background, it looks like a comic book.
0: Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. I think
1: the other DVD of it I have, I think is that, is that cover. I mm-hmm. think is what it is. Right. right. Thanks again for the way. By the way, awesome. Hey, you're welcome, gift, bro. Did you watch it? Yeah. Of course, I watched it, bro. I watched <laughs> that movie once a month.
0: Does it a uh, good transfer? Because that's usually
1: I, what I got to be honest with you, man. I I wish I hadn't watched the movie. I wish I'd watched some of the special features because there's three times the amount of those than there's been on any of the other ones. That's what uh, that's what Arrow does. Is
0: they just cram it with special features. That's why I like getting those.
1: I know. There's like four discs of it. I'm like really excited to take a day and just dig into that. Um.
0: You haven't said anything about it.
1: About what? Ozark. I haven't watched it yet, bro.
0: I'm halfway through it, so I can't really talk about it. Don't
1: say a fucking word, all right? (laughs) Me and the wife, that's our show. That's Moors, bro. We don't watch the Moors without each other. Mm -hmm. And we just now got a day off. So tomorrow, both kids are going to school. We're laying in bed and watching all Ozark. At once?
0: At once. That's how you got to do it. We're doing one episode at a time.
1: I told her we're gonna order food. And we're not leaving the bed unless just take a piss. Yeah, like so. I'm jealous. That's what we're planning. Seven
0: on. hours because there's seven
1: episodes. So oh, I love that. And it's the last. I know. But, I know. But well, hey, real, honestly, bro, there's not much more you can do. To this family. No, that's what I was telling the wife because she's like, I don't want it to end. I'm like, what else are they gonna do? <laughs> no, I mean, I think think if they do everything that they want in this season, I mm-hmm. think it'll be perfect. A good closure. Good. Good end.
0: And so, they too. beat
1: the Netflix curse bro They got a four season so Right. Technically they're going to get five If they're doing two parts mm-hmm. you know, so. Are they doing two parts? Yeah it's Ozark part one
0: I did not know that I thought this was like the final No nah, it's a straw. cliffhanger baby You ah, get seven fuck. more ah, I'm. What? What? <laughs> what? Yeah I just blew your fucking mind <laughs> you did. there, didn't I didn't know that <laughs> Because yeah. it did seem like it was going kind of slow I'm like how are they going to wrap all this up in seven episodes
1: But that makes more sense Yeah Part 2 comes out like End of the year Some shit Motherfucker I'll have to tell the wife It may not be that long I don't know I forgot when It'll it probably be a few months Yeah but Yeah. I noticed it said Ozark season 4 part 1 Available now And I was like Huh mm.
0: huh, Interesting
1: And then I heard him talking about it on the radio Mm. Cause it was like You see some hey, Y'all seen that Ozark Y'all seen that Ozark Like everybody's like You seen Ozark I'm like bro don't ruin it for me I ain't watched it yet Yeah I'm only halfway so Well Anyway yes, I do look forward to talking about that with you. Yes. Soon.
0: Hopefully as much as you're looking forward to talk about Black Swan.
1: Yes. Uh, I have seen this movie.
0: Yeah, it's the it's one that you've seen, but it's
1: a good revisit right. since you kind of know. I was just about to say, but it's different because I've never looked at it in that way yeah. that I have now through these new lenses. So right. We will see. Why are all these weird numbers calling me?
0: I don't know. I got a weird number calling me a second ago. Mm. But uh you're being swatted. <laughs> God, I've heard that's happening to a lot of
1: people. Yeah, but we don't We don't go live, so yeah, this is saying. definitely like comes out when we're done. Not only that, but like we wouldn't have anything that you would be able to tell where we're at, like you know, I feel like some of those people have like recognizable shit.
0: Like, no, they outside. get doxxed.
1: Is that what it is? Yeah, they people look up their address you online. Can do that. Yeah,
0: you can do it if you really want to. Fucking pieces of shit. Man. Yeah.
1: Damn. Yeah, those fucking nerds don't play around. I'm gonna bring up one more thing, and we'd already talked about it, but I, you're not getting over this, bro. We're gonna talk about it again what? before we wrap this up. We did an episode on the movie SLC Punk, mm-hmm. and we did that what six months? Eight it, months was ago? First... It, nah, it was one of our first. Yeah, it no, I don't know. It was one of our first. Yeah, it was because it? yeah, it was one of our first ones back, wasn't it? I don't remember, but it was... I feel like it's been a while. Yeah, it's, it's been, been a while. been a good little bit that we put it out. Right. And Greg was looking through the comments, because I guess it alerts you when you get a. email. Yeah, comments. it sends
0: me an email anytime I get a... Uh
1: and Greg screenshotted it and sent it to me, and... He sent it to me like he sent me like a text like, "Hey, what time are you coming over?" When it was the coolest fucking thing that's ever happened to this podcast, (laughs) and we're not gonna we're not gonna just gloss over it, folks. We're gonna I'm gonna I'm don't worry, I am gonna show it to everybody too. I'm gonna take (laughs) it and post it when I get home. But the director of that movie, what's his name? His name Greg (laughs) is James Maradino. Yep, James Maradino, my buddy. Yeah, J M. Said that he liked the format of our podcast and loved that people, like, first of all, the fact that he goes and reads reviews on small podcasts doing his movie, like, mm-hmm. that's badass. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, who gives a shit? Who are we, right? But the fact that the time that he took down to listen to the episode, yes, it was about his movie, but he didn't have to do that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's badass. And I think that is the coolest thing we've ever done. We're on our way, baby. We're yeah. on our way.
0: Yeah. Thankfully, we uh, enjoyed his movie. Yeah, SLC Punk is definitely. Well, I already
1: there. enjoyed it. I was glad you enjoyed it because he wouldn't <laughs> have been mad at me. <laughs> mad
0: at you? Well, I'm sure there's a couple of movies that we've done that I've picked that you weren't
1: too oh, yeah, fond for of. Sure. Yeah, but their directors haven't said anything yet. So, like, <laughs> when that happens, then I'll then I'll then, I'll, then I'll own up.
0: But yeah, thanks for reaching out, James. We really appreciate it. Thanks for checking out our podcast. And I love all your the kind fucking words. movie, man. Yeah. I
1: really do. And shout out to Matthew Lillard because that's one of my favorite movies he's in too. Um, but yeah, I just thought that was badass, and, uh, you know, I will, like I said, I'm gonna post that on Instagram Mm -hmm. when when I get to the house. Um, but thanks to everybody that always tunes in and and listens, man. I I appreciate it. I know we got us a little group of people, listeners that, that have been rocking with us for a while.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Thanks for sticking around. We enjoy doing this and we hope you enjoy listening.
1: You guys are the best, man.
0: Yeah. You saying it like this is our last episode. No, I'm
1: just saying, but like I knew we were winding it up and, uh, Yeah, we're doing Black Swan, right? Black Swan. Till then. Later, y'all. Later.